This is one of the strangest key Marvel comics that exists and it just broke records. Let's get into it. Another week, another list, another villain that utilizes a pump action gun to shoot glue at his enemies. Hit the like and slap the subscribe button. And Jem, hit him with number 10. A strange character indeed. Number 10 on the list, Strange Tales, issue 104 from 1963. It's the first appearance of Pace Pot Pete. I can't tell you why Pace Pot Pete made the list, but I'm sure glad that he did. Well, first off, he's covered in glue and this is a tough book in high grade there's only four 9.6s and the last one sold back in 2012 and it hit five thousand six hundred and seventy six dollars he's so strange he's so funny that they actually had to retcon his entire look and name within the first like couple years he was bullied into changing his name in fantastic four issue 38 where he became the trapster two issues prior he helped form the frightful four with medusa sandman and the wizard there are also four copies in a 9.4. The record high was set in October of 2011, where it sold for $5,037. Fast forward to July of 2021, though, it took a dip and sold for $2,600. That brings us to a 7.0 that came to market this past week, last selling in 2021 for $295, up 40% selling for $412. This is a character that literally carries around a bucket of glue and covers his enemies Slings from buildings and airplanes with said glue that he shoots from his gun. Pace Papi wasn't a one-trick pony. As the trapster, he also used his latest weapon, the asbestos tape. We are talking strange tales here, and this is a strange character. This is the kind of character that's selling well because of how weird and how funny it is to talk about him, to see him on the page. However... If a James Gunn took on this character, if a Tom King took on this character, remind you what he did with Kite Man, this is the type of book that would get so much more attention that it could be huge and go nuclear. Moving on to number nine on the runners up that we source from Key Collector app of a larger list of over 40 titles. Make sure to swing on over to the app. Use code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription as we blaze on over to Justice League of America issue 56 from 1967, a classic battle between the JLA and the JSA. This right here is such a great record breaker to report on because I feel like we are in a transitional period in the DCU, the old versus the new, and the JSA Although the film was critiqued to all hell, was one of the best parts of Black Adam. And with the changing led by James Gunn, likely a phase, a era has now ended. And this book be spiking because of it. With only 186 slabs on the CGC census, just 13 in 9.6, we just saw its all-time record low in August of 2020, where it sold for $611. The record high was set in May of 2008, where it sold for $1,554. There's only five copies graded at a 9.8, and the last one came to market in 2017, when it sold for $1,350. So tough and high grade is an understatement. We have a 9.2 that came to market, shattered records by 57%. It sold for $220 back in 2017, now selling this past week for $345. Moving over on the list at number eight, we have George Perez's Sirens number one, debuting in 2014. And we have 
The Adam Hughes New York City Comic Con variant. A six issue miniseries by George Perez, published by Boom Studios. He was both the writer and the illustrator of this book. And we have a 2014 New York Comic Con variant breaking record today. Now, seemingly, this is the only variant done by another artist other than George Perez. It's an Adam Hughes variant, limited to 200 copies, and a 9.8 last sold in 2018 for $141. We have a new record set this past week, an increase of 255%, selling for $500 even. And what's curious is that back in 2014, when these 200 issues were released, they did not sell out so much to the point that in Previews Guide, the following month, it was offered to the world for $10 a piece. Only 20 slabs made it to the CGC census. That includes one 9.0, three 9.6s, and just 16 9.8s. Even the most seasoned collectors don't know all of their low print Adam Hughes variants. This is just another one to add to that hunt list at the list at number seven. Fantastic Four Annual number seven, debuting in 1969. When we go back, and look at the Silver Age, this time frame, these annuals would be made with reprints, and this would be some of the only ways to experience the issues that came out prior. This is essentially your Saturday morning reruns. Before the omnibus, we had the annual reprints, reprinting two classic Fantastic Four issues, FF number one and FF annual two, which is the origin of Doctor Doom. Upwards of a decade after, this would be some of the only opportunities members of the comic fam would be able to experience the origin of the superheroes as well as the origin of their biggest foe we have a 9.2 last selling in 2017 for $100 up 394% this week shattering the record with an all new high for the first time in comic history of $494 although it reprinted two classic stories it still had a fresh Jack Kirby cover moving on over to number six on the list we're going to DC with Batman issue 63 from 1951 the first appearance of Killer Moth now this is a very very tough book in high grade there are only 78 copies graded on the census four of which are at a 6.5 three of which are at a 7.0 one at a 7.5 two at an 8.0 the last one sold in may of 2022 for four thousand five hundred and thirty two dollars not much less than the 2021 high of five thousand dollars and there's only one copy graded at a 9.0 and that's it there is nothing higher there are only 78 total slabs on the cgc census and if you're keeping track like we are when we talked about this two months ago, you'll notice that there have not been any new ones added. It's a scarce book, and it just broke record in a 1.5. Last selling in 2020 for 168 up 256%, now selling for $598. And this is another one of those strange characters that I can see either James Gunn repopularizing or even being featured in the Matt Reeves Batman film. Probably not full moth style, but this is a character that is a antithesis to Batman, a perfect juxtaposition of the hero. Yeah, he would definitely need a more modernized look. Moving on over to number five on the list, we have another first crossover meetup type of book with Avengers 53 from 1968. It's the first crossover of the X-Men in the Avengers title. This is a major moment in the Avengers run, but keep 
in mind, years prior in 1964, we would see the first meeting of both teams in X-Men number nine. I think both of these books are great spec, especially when you consider the eventual inevitability of the X-Men's integration in the MCU. That is an eventuality indeed. That CGC 9.8 just sold for $2,700 in October of this year. Still a far cry from its heights of 3900 back in October of 2021, but it's going to make more sense when we talk about the new record breakers. Starting with the 5.0, sold for $100 back in 2021, up 45%, now selling for 145 But check this out, the CGC 9.6, again, we mentioned only 53 on the census, sold for $1,320 last year. It's up 33% now, selling for $1,753. A 9.6 selling for $1,000 less tells me that 9.8 was a steal of a deal. Moving on to number four on the list with the second cover appearance of the Penguin. We have Batman 14 debuting in 1942. And first cover appearance on a Batman title. Penguin's got a lot going on for him. He's one of the few projects that hasn't been canceled for HBO Max and one of the few titles that we know of post this rebranding of the Justice League in comics. So we're talking golden age. So you know the census count is low. We're talking a total of 188 slabs that exist. Six in 8.5, 4 in an 8.0. We haven't seen one of those since 2004 when it sold for just over $2,000. 4 in an 8.5. Haven't seen one of those since November 2020 where it sold for $6,000. 1 in a 9.0. Last selling in April 2021 for 15756 And 1 9.2 that has never been sold publicly. Only two copies in 9.4. And the last GPA sale on this was in May of 2006 where it sold for $13,145. That brings us to this week's record breaker, a CGC 1.0, which sold for $233 back in 2014, up 243%, now selling for $800. And now we move on to number three on the list. We're going to have our Golden Age specialist take over. Here is a penny for your thoughts on number three, Batman number 16. This is the first appearance of Alfred Pennyworth. We all know this famous character, but did you know he was a portly gentleman when he first arrived? and wouldn't become a skinny Alfred until Batman number 21. But Batman 16, this book has been on a steep rise for the last three years, a very important figure in the Batman mythos. We just saw a .5 sell for $1,300. That's up 79% from a 725 sale earlier this year in January. This is an early book in the Batman run, a tough book in high grade because of the dark cover, and extremely coveted by most collectors. Guys, back to you. Holy Batman, Jim, at the list at number two. One of the most grim villain origin stories in all of Batman slash Detective Comics. We have Batman 75 debuting in 1953, the first appearance of the Gorilla Boss. Gorilla Boss was a mobster that was sent to the gas chamber, but before they killed him, a scientist scooped out his brain and put it in a large gorilla. Giving him that superior Spider-Man treatment, we have a 7.0 selling back in 2020 for $780, up 92% selling for $1,500 this week. At this time in comic history, there was an immense gorilla craze, so much that it would create other villains such as Gorilla Grodd that would be a little bit more long-lasting. Comic Tropes, a fellow Washingtonian content creator, made a 22-minute deep dive into this history. Gorillas in comic books. I'll put the link in the description. I definitely got to check that video out. Moving on to number one on the list, we have more Quantumania hype with Tales to Astonish. Issue 27 from 1962, the first appearance and origin of Hank 
Pim. This book is tough in any grade. There are only 921 slabs that exist on the CGC census. And every one of the high grade copies last sale was a record high. There are 29 that exist in a 0.5. It was a complete copy, the last one that sold, when it went for 1140 in January 2021. 7.5, there are 22 copies, last selling in June of 2022 for a record high of $16,000. The 8.0? There are 20 copies that exist, last selling in November 2020 for 19200 The 8.5 has eight copies, last selling in November of this year, 2022, for $36K. The 9.0 has nine copies, and its last sale was also this year, although back in June, where it sold for $66,000. There's one 9.2, sold for $175K in April of 2019, and two 9.4s. The record high, the last sale was in July of 2013, where it sold for 200 grand. When this book breaks that 8.0 marker, the gains are tremendous. And we have a 7.0 that sold this past year in August for $15,600. But it's up 44% and it sold for higher than the last 8.0 that sold during the comic boom in 2020 with an all new high of 22,500 hot damn. It looks like both the 7.0 and the 8.5 benefiting from that 9.0. The trickle down effect is real, as is Ant-Man and Wasp 3 Quantumania, which is gonna be in theaters in just a few weeks. We appreciate your time today, comic fam, as always. Geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Enough said. Join myself and Jem Mint and all my homies on the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. It's called Whatnot, and it's available for both Androids and iPhones. We have two other videos over here we made for you and the comic fan, but specifically for you. So if you don't watch it, I'm going to be hurt in my heart. Just kidding. I love you. Have a great week. Happy New Year. All that stuff. Peace.